you're actually going to be ahead of the schedule this time. Uh, yeah, I'll just uh, by about data here. I mean, Elon Musk. Everyone knows that that's how we end our episodes. So, well, of course, because this is the Council Cast, and welcome to episode oh, forty-three. I just ruined it for everyone. Being recorded on May 29th, twenty eighteen. <sighs> Good news is now in session, and as with every week, we'll make arbitrary decisions about topics on science, technology, and random shit with a little background and next to no expertise. All council cast, council cast decisions are final and have no bearing on anything whatsoever. Been a few weeks. So, uh, I totally, uh, I, I got Roseanne to come be on. That's still cool, right? She's gonna yeah. be on our show. Yeah, is that fine? Do you not Roseanne know about? Barr? Yeah, do you not know her show got canceled? <laughs> what are you talking about? ABC canceled <laughs> Roseanne. I never watched it. I'm so glad that you you got her to come on our show because you know she's a very powerful actress who would be a great fit on this <laughs> talk show. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, that show I heard tanked real bad. Like I, mean, I, I it, it got raving. Like it was the best like received show as far as ratings go in a long time. Why did it get canceled then? Wait, so because on Twitter she called a black person a monkey. Yeah, that was the thing. And ABC was that might be a problem. You're done. (laughs) That was the thing that I read about the first. Someone was like, "I watched the first two episodes, but I'm going to stop." Was like their review, and they said because of her political views and because of the way that she's positioned herself, that they just can't get behind the show, no matter how well it was done. It did hmm. not go well. Well, so now that she's looking for a job, she sounds like a great fit for this podcast. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Roseanne, I mean, if you are listening, you are welcome to join our podcast. We don't she's, necessarily she's support really your that. statements on Twitter, but we would like a second voice or a, a fourth voice to be, you know yeah. what, whatever. If you're, if you're bored, it, you'll get all the money that we get. And if you want, you can retweet us, and we'll certainly have our podcast available somewhere. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) Some or all or none of the episodes. (laughs) Yep. So starting off the evening for tonight, we have California approving a measure that's going to require solar panels on new houses starting in 2020. So this is kind of along the same lines. You guys have, have you guys lived in a new house where they have those really shitty uh, outlets that have the covers on them, the and really you can never plug anything in? Outlet? Yeah, I know what you're talking. Uh, e, e, um, what are what are they called? EV. E, there's a there's a bunch of letters that they are they, they add like, to it. Are they safety outlets in some way? They are some sort of safety outlet, but they're like impossible to plug anything in because they have like yeah. a little plastic cover that you have to push your plugs by. I mean, I just take a screwdriver and I shove it in there until I break the plastic off. (laughs) (laughs) That's smart. I ordered four items in 2008. (laughs) Was it a screwdriver? And three. Or a solar panel? Nine. (laughs) So, in a similar way, I think, you know, those those types of outlets, I think, are all required on new houses that are being built nowadays. Uh Um. But California is now going to require that all houses have to have solar panels installed, which should help something. 
I don't know. I think they have a lot of energy problems in California, and so that maybe it'll help them power all the houses without having rolling blackouts. Do they? I think so. GFCI. Is that oh, what you're those are, GFCI No, those are pop out, and then you gotta. Yeah, those are the one in your breaker box that suck. It's um, a trip for like any unknown reason. Someone sneezes three counties away, and they're like, "Too much electricity." <laughs> Exactly. But those are also pretty bad. Now I'm talking these are the ones where it's just like incredibly hard to plug into the damn outlet. I do know I do know what you're talking about there. I, I thought that the, the two evils were one, but apparently uh, they are separate things. They are two separate things, as yeah, far I as I know. I but know. having a solar panel is going to make it so that you can push it in plas- past the plastic part <laughs> easier. What the hell's I, going on? I, I, I think so. I mean that's how, that's how that works. It must be how it works. The, the only thing that I'm kind of curious about with this is that how are who's paying for these solar panels? Mm, the taxpayers. I mean, okay. <laughs> I'm assuming that the homeowner who is building the house has to build or pay for the solar panels slash the contractor who's building it. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean... There are a lot of things that we pay for right now because we have to that we just accept. And so we don't even think of them as have to pays. I, I mean, it, I guess I, I, I like the idea that they're doing solar panels. And I mean, it seems like a good thing to do. But is this really the right way to do it? I don't know. Um, forcing new houses? Yeah. New construction. I don't, I don't particularly consider it any different than like ordinances that require new houses and places to have at least like a three car garage, like not being able to build a two car garage house, even if you wanted to. Yeah, but I mean, the difference there is that you're not going to go tear down. If you built a two car garage and you want a three car, you're not going to tear down your two car and build a three car. Ah. I mean, here you can add solar panels whenever you want, realistically. I mean, yeah. Who, it, it does cost more to put them in, and the maintenance on them has got to be higher. So, I mean, what if you, what if you move in in the next year, you have a solar panel that dies? Are you going to be fined for not producing power anymore? Or? You just have to fix your solar panel. What I, if I, I think just it, unplug it? I think it's similar to the, um, the thing in the UK where they were talking about all new taxis, or all the taxis need to be um, hybrid or electric by 2020 or 2025 or something like that, or all new taxi vehicles need to be electric by the certain date. Like they're trying to push in these green movements um, any, any way that they can. So, I mean, the, the big people who are going to be doing new construction though are large companies who are doing whole subdivisions or individual homeowners who are like, I want to just build my house from scratch. What do I have to do? And there are tons of codes that go with that, just oh, like yeah. Matt was saying. So it's like, oh, well, the code says I have to build this or I have to do that or I can't use blown-in insulation anymore. It all has to be whatever. So, yeah, the pipes have to be this high. You know, it's, oh. it's, it's just one of, the, one of the extra things. And I don't know. I don't think it's an awful thing. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I I get it. And it in it in some of those regulations though are all about you know making the home safer for people. So I mean, I I understand most of that, but I don't know how solar panels is making it safer to live in the house. I mean, yeah, I don't um, know. I mean, plus, it, like I said, it, it, the the homeowner is probably going to have to take on that that extra fee. I don't know how much solar panels cost to install. Uh, but it's pretty. I mean, it's decently expensive. Um, but I mean, that's going to be a barrier for people who are like building new homes. A, uh, a, set, a solar setup in my house, I think, would cost in between fifteen and twenty-five, maybe a little bit more. Hundred, thousand. <laughs> like Woof. that's a lot. That's a lot of money to add yeah. to a house cost. If I were but building is a it... house, I would put solar on it. Is it because it's retrofitting, or is it because that's how much the panel? I don't know if panel costs might have come down a little bit, but I was okay. just looking into this about a year ago. It's okay. all based on how much the panel costs. Well, and maybe and they the maybe because it's a requirement in California that the number of they're hoping that the number of panels that are going to be pushed on the houses is going to bring the cost of the panels down because they're just going to be producing that many more panels that. Maybe. You know, economics. Maybe. They're going to economic that. They're going <laughs> to economic it. Man, Maybe. I love it when stuff gets economied. <laughs> <laughs> nah, instead we can just tariff it, and then it makes everything better. Oh. Well, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Uh, not sure. I, I'm going to give it a thumbs up because I, I like the idea of promoting the green energy stuff. We'll see how it turns out. How many things did you buy in 2012, Matt? What's that? <laughs> Are you thumbsing up or thumbsing down? Um, I don't know. I don't know that I like that it's forced, but I mean, it's California. It's not surprising. I, it's kind of like a, a, a sideways thumb, I guess. It's like a like yay for greener energy, but eh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Strong decisions on Councilcast. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. they, they don't mean anything. Remember, <laughs> I mean, they have no bearing whatsoever. I mean, clearly the state of California is going to listen to this podcast and probably ask us our opinion at some point. We'll in time, probably still so. be like, "Oh, what do you guys think?" They, who knows? They may have already emailed <laughs> Councilcast at gmail dot com. <laughs> Nobody they checks must it. Cover a new story next week. <laughs> Uh, speaking of having a, a strong presence in games, uh, Steam has made a new Link app for Android and iOS, which is going to apparently make your Steam li library now mobile. Um, so I thought this was an interesting article uh, because I don't know if you guys remember, and I think, Matt, maybe you have one. Did you have a Steam Link at one point in time? Yeah, I got one. Do you, do you use it? Eh. <laughs> Why don't you use Sometimes. it? Sometimes. Do you not use it because you wish it was on your phone? No. <laughs> Does this mean that I can play Rocket League on my phone now? As far as I can tell, yes. What? That would be awful in all of the ways. So I think the, the way that this is, is if you're, if, you, if you're familiar with the Steam Link box, it was a box that you could plug into your TV and it had you could get their controller, or you could plug in a controller, and then it allows you to kind of actually render your games on your PC, 
and then just shoot them down to your device so that you could play them on the big screen TV instead of having to sit in your and it was office terrible over wireless. <laughs> and so I I think they only ever came out with the one device. I don't think they ever came out with a new revision or anything. Oh. Um, but they are now releasing an app for your phone. So if you liked how good Steam Link was before, you can now use it on your phone, still over Wi-Fi, to stream these games to your phone. Fantastic. <laughs> so I, I think it's a step up, maybe? I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure how this is going to help. I, anybody who had a, who wants to do this, yeah. why would they want to ever do this? You sound super sure about it. I mean, I guess you could still plug it into a TV. But, yeah. Um, but I also think that the uh, app got banned. They did not get approved for the iOS store. So everybody who has an iPhone and was looking forward to this, too bad. Go buy an Android phone, did I guess. Did it get approved? Yeah, they submitted it to the store, I think, last week or over the weekend, and it did not get approved. Apple denied it. Ooh. That gives that makes me give it a double thumbs down. That, that can't be good, right? <laughs> so I, I and I don't remember I, I, I should have looked up the story earlier, but uh Rocket League was meant to be played on a gaming PC final. End of story. But uh apparently Apple turned it down because uh they removed the app for release. Uh, it says that it conflicts with the app guidelines that had allegedly not been realized by the original review team. So two review teams at Apple reviewed it. The first team let it go. The second team denied it. Um, and they're apparently saying that you can't use it because it functions as a land-based remote desktop, similar to numerous remote desktop applications already available on the App Store. So obviously the Steam Link app is just another remote desktop app. Nice. So they denied it. Hmm. That Valve is pleased. So that's pretty sweet. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and give it a thumbs down too. I, I think this is kind of a silly thing. It's it's a good idea, but in practice it does not work very well. Nice. That's a lot of thumbs down. But you know what else doesn't work, doesn't work really well? What is uh, PGP and email? Of course. <laughs> so I'm glad Matt's here because I hope he has some comments on this. Please no. Well, before Matt jumps in, um, I want to talk about how I've been saying this for years, and uh, <laughs> since the beginning, in fact. I it's the beginning of PGP is when you've been. Yeah. Well, I looked at it. I was just like, when this PGP just doesn't there. seem super secure. Like it, there's like obviously the the back door that you can get in there with the break the, the encryption. Dog door in it. There's a dog door in the back door. Somebody can climb in it. They it's going to unlock the door. And then you, you, your your PGA tour is going to be falsified. <laughs> so. PGA tour, fantastic. You know. So, yeah, Matt, I when my PGA tour is compromised, <laughs> I, I hate PGP compromises. PGA <laughs> compromises. I mean, uh, yeah. So, someone else explain this. Who really knows what the hell's going on? I mean, so, 
barely know what's going on. From what I understand, it's not a problem with PGP exactly. It's more of a problem of buggy mail clients that use PGP. Messages. Yeah, so I, I don't know a ton about it either, but uh, that's that's more or less it's more or less the implementation of PGP in most desktop applications. It seems like um, specifically Thunderbird, macOS Mail, and Outlook, um, where apparently you could actually get a copy of the encrypted email in plain text, uh, even though you're sending it with PGP encryption on it so that's pretty bad um but yeah it sounds like it's not really a, a problem with pgp and from what i heard i couldn't tell at the time i don't know if you've heard matt if it affected anybody who was using it in a web-based email client i have not seen so i the, the biggest thing i think that this would impact is if there's any companies out there who are actually using pgp and probably outlook most likely um was Outlook one of the affected clients? Yes, it was. Um, so, and yeah, there are web-based. Uh, like you can do PGP stuff. Like you can install Chrome extensions to do it in Gmail and stuff like that. Yeah, so I don't know if those are affected or not. I, I haven't really heard. Everybody seemed to focus on the desktop apps. Yeah, I hadn't. I haven't seen either. I haven't been following it super closely. Well, it kind of came out, and I haven't really heard much about it since then. Um, but yeah, they, they actually list Outlook 2007 all the way through 16, Windows 10 Mail, Live Mail, The Bat, Postbox, EM Client, IBM Notes, Thunderbird Evolution, Troita. There's a bunch of shit here, but basically anybody... Uh, they do say Webmail. Oh, they did say Webmail. Uh... There were some webmail, but they were not affected, it looks like. So Oh yeah. Um So I guess we're okay. I don't know. Uh I guess the biggest thing is if you're using PGP in a mail client, uh you probably should I, I guess so here's the thing that I don't get. The recommendation has if you're using PGP in a mail client, you should stop using PGP. So to me, I don't understand why correct me if i'm wrong but why would you stop using it because if you stop using it you're going to be sending stuff in plain view anyway so what does it hurt <laughs> if you're using pgp and it's still in plain view but only if it's exposed only if somebody is exploiting you so to me wouldn't it be better to keep using pgp I don't know. Like I said, I haven't been keeping super close tabs on this problem because it's not something I use. I don't use a mail client. We need the other Matt. Yeah, you do, <laughs> you do actually. He would be a better Matt to talk to about this. He, he probably wrote the article that we're reading this nope, about. Not this particular one. But I'm sure he, he's written an article about it. No, not this one. He's written articles about other encryption stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm curious to see if this kind of keeps coming up or not, or if there's more problems that that arise out of it. But I, I, I again, to me, it seems like a, a silly thing to say don't use PGP when you still could not be affected in when not using PGP, unless you switch to something else, I guess. Um, I guess that would be the answer. Don't use PGP, use something else. Not sure what, but do it. 
So I'm going to give it a <laughs> thumbs up for public service announcements. Nobody should take any of the advice we just gave on each other. <laughs> I'm going to give it a thumbs up that people are finally listening to my advice. You would. And you should probably stop using email and just send everything through the mail. Regular mail. <laughs> Stale mail and style. Just throw like uh, a little <laughs> shitty cipher on it. Yeah. <laughs> like a Caesar cipher. Yeah, they have to have the decoder ring. Oh my god, even better. Send everybody you know a decoder ring, and that's Price the only way you can drink more Ovaltine. First message ever. Uh, uh, speaking of other people who who do technology wrong, or I mean right, is uh, Verizon. <laughs> Who uh, apparently, I, I'm not sure why this was a stealthy launch, uh, but apparently Verizon has a new MVMO, MVNO um, company that they are selling wireless service through called Visible. Because didn't you want to be visible uh, for your phone service? But apparently the deal is that they are launching this new company. They're offering, offering unlimited data, unlimited minutes, and messaging services for forty dollars a month. Um, and so it runs on Verizon's network, obviously. It has some limitations, but it's cheap. You get everything you wanted. But the way I understand it, it doesn't work like typical Verizon works. I don't know. Did you guys ever use or heard of Freedom Pop? Or I think Ting does Ting work in the same way? Cricket? Ting? Yeah, Ting or Freedom Pop. Um, they're, they're these MVMOs, but NV... God, I can't say it tonight. Um, but the way that they work is that you get a... They'll send you a SIM card and they do all of their stuff through the through data, basically. So unlike like if you go to T-Mobile, Verizon, AT&T, or whatever, you get a SIM card, you pop it into your phone, and then you can just dial up through the dialer app. You have an external phone number, blah, 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 blah. Um, the way that these services work is that you have a app, like a phone app, mm. that handles all of your calls and all of your messaging. And so when you call somebody, you actually load up their dialer, not your standard phone's dialer. Mm. And then it actually calls, instead of calling through minutes, it's calling with data service. Mm. Uh, so you have to have data to make it go through. It's kind of like calling via Skype, more or less. Um, is that like Zoom Loom? I don't know what that is. Or Friner? Yes. Or the Zorp Zorp? <laughs> Zorp Zorp. <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> um, I, I, what I'm confused about is why why are they doing? Why is Verizon doing this? Yes, I would love to spend less money for unlimited. But what's the benefit to them? I I don't know. I, it, it clogs up their network more. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not really sure what they're going to get out of it. Um, I mean, since why they're the ones owning the company. I mean, usually, don't you want to resell some Spectrum or MVMO service to other people so you can make money? Yeah. Yep. Now, I think that the, the only thing that I can really see is this as a business thing is um, they're trying to reach a different target audience. 
And so if they, if it is Verizon, if they slap the Verizon sticker on it, then people are going to say, um, I don't want to do it because that's Verizon. But they or know it's that, expensive. Or it's expensive. But if they're like, I'm going to go through one of these cheap other parties, and they're like, oh, look, it's only $40. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, that's, I mean, basically the same price as what it is at Verizon right now. And even if they had a $40 unlimited plan at Verizon, it's just, it's probably just has to do with price differential and how they can price the same product this way and sell it to these people and price it this way and sell it to these people. Yeah, I, I, th I think you're right with that. I think they are. They're attracting the people who think that Verizon's expensive or are on Verizon and know it's expensive and want yeah. to pay less. Yeah. And so they say, hey, these guys are doing 40 bucks a month, although I'm sure there are some downsides to using it. Yeah, I wonder if they're not giving the full coverage area or what's going on. Because we just switched from Google Fi back to Verizon. Oh, you did switch back? Yeah, we did switch back. And what I've noticed is that like all of our calls are going through as HD calls now. And maybe we didn't sign up for Google Fi the right way. But like our the we're allowed extra it feels like an extra feature or maybe some other extra features that weren't being utilized through Google Fi's network. But I don't know. I mean Google Project Fi uses Sprint, T-Mobile, and US Cellular as their networks. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I think, isn't HD calling something... Isn't that voice over LTE, though? It's a, I mean, I think it's a setting on the phone. Essentially? I'm not... I don't know off the top of my head. I don't know either. I'm surprised I that Google didn't do that, because I think both T-Mobile and Sprint offer that as a service. That's what I thought, too. That's what I thought, too. I thought it was like everyone offered that that service, but when I switched over, we just had to reset our phones. And so when I reset my phone and started calling people, then it was like, oh, HD calling. And it sounds amazing. Oh, and same phone and everything, huh? Yeah. That's odd. Yeah. So I don't know if it was the reset that activated that or if it was switching to Verizon that activated that. I don't know. Not, enough, not enough sample. The sample size is too small for me to, uh, to, to make it accurate. <laughs> Nah, I think I think you got plenty of sample size there to make a very accurate decision. One is the sample size. <laughs> Perfect. That's all you need. <laughs> I guess Kayla's phone two. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna give this a thumbs down because I don't. I just uh, want to pay even less for my cell phone plan. So Verizon can go. I want free cell phone plans. plans. Yes. I don't particularly care what Verizon's doing right now. I'm not on them anymore. Me neither, but I want them to drive prices down, so not up like they've been doing. Mm. But you know what would be what what is free? Elon is Musk. Elon Musk. <laughs> I think the reason he always ends up at the end of the podcast is it's always the other cool and weird shit, and he's the one doing the most cool and weird shit <laughs> all the time. He wakes up every morning. You need to just make this a thing. Find an Elon Musk thing to have at the end of every podcast. <laughs> we'll just have an Elon Musk section. I mean, we might as well. He probably oh. wakes up and is like, what can I have on the council cast this week? <laughs> <laughs> we should clip out all of the Elon Musk things that you've talked about in every episode and just make an Elon Musk episode. 
that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, it, it does. does we, haven't even, like a lot of work. we haven't even finished uploading all of our, <laughs> our podcasts to iTunes yet. If one of our viewers wants to go and, you know, <laughs> cut out all of the Elon Musk segments and make an Elon Musk uh uh, episode for us, we'd be more than happy to upload it. We would. <laughs> You're right. Just send it to councilcast at gmail.com. We'll get to it as soon as we check our email. <laughs> <laughs> so what Elon's doing is apparently Elon and his boring company um, have completed a tunnel underneath LA. Boring. And, uh, boring. Yeah, I mean, what the hell? Uh, but apparently they are going to... It, I, I'm not even sure what the hell they were building the tunnel for. It's just like a tunnel for people to walk in? <laughs> I, <laughs> what? Hey, uh, hey I, got, you don't remember this? I got a thing that uh, can, can can dig a tunnel. Let's <laughs> well, let just dig it. a tunnel. <laughs> but I, I, apparently he's going to offer... I don't, I don't even know what runs in this thing, but he's going to offer free rides as soon as it's open. And I don't, I, don't know. Know. I don't know. I don't know where it takes you. Um, I have to look. I, you know what? I don't know what Elon Musk looks like, and I don't want to. I want it to forever just be like this, <laughs> this you know, black silhouette with a question mark on the face in my mind of what Elon Musk looks like. What? I, I, I just don't understand who's going to ride this thing. I, I still don't know where it goes. <laughs> and neither does Elon Musk. He sent <laughs> the boring machine down into the earth, and you know what? Just good luck. I mean, he, it's probably just like a personal tunnel for him. I mean, he probably just was like, ah, this is uh, this is going to be my tunnel from... From his house LAX. to Starbucks. Yeah, LAX <laughs> to my house and to SpaceX or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it does say it has an entrance at the SpaceX Hawthorne HQ. Um, so, I mean, I guess if you want to go to SpaceX, you can ride this thing. And to the and to the local Baskin Robbins. <laughs> Where is your on-site uh, diner? Nah, we hop on this tunnel and we ride to Baskin Robbins. <laughs> yep. Well, cool, man. Good, good job, so, Elon. Good job on building boring tunnels and stuff like that. I'm I'm very compressed. That's all I have to say. You're very compressed. <laughs> compressed. Totally. One hundred percent. Well, I'm maybe always... Elon Musk can make you a compressed tunnel for, for next episode. You know, Elon, all I have to say is don't disappoint. Don't disappoint because <laughs> we, we don't want to be bored next week. Don't like send us another boring company. Uh <laughs> press release we want to hear something about other boring stuff yep in my spreadsheet oh tell us do you want to share it on on air should we close out please, the episode first? share it on air i totally could i suppose you too can go to amazon and find out how much money you spent um we'll include it in the show notes <laughs> a link in the show notes let me close all the things i don't need to be seeing you can just tell us the number no, I got I got graphs. Oh, oh shit! Holy shit! Yeah. Uh, if I can remember how to share my screen. Oh yeah. Here. See Ooh. that? Oh, that's me. 
Stop All talking, right. Silas. Uh -huh. Oh, grabs. Oh, there we go. Ooh, that's some. Those are some. Those are some numbers. You had a spike in 2016. There, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, you, you think? <laughs> Yearly price per item. You spend. Oh. The price per item uh, did not spike in 2017. It spiked in 2014 and 2010. Mm. So you, you just bought a lot more stuff. <laughs> it's actually interesting because your price per item is going down. Is it? Well, I mean, kind of. I mean, it's not increasing as much as the. Yeah, other. it's not increasing as much as your number of items. I could put trend lines on here, but. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Like, my utilization of Amazon is going up pretty clearly, right? Yep. Like I'm ordering I'm definitely ordering more and more items. Um and the spend is like definitely correlated with that. But the price per item is just kinda kinda like, huh, I don't <laughs> I'm assuming that's your average price per item for that year. Yeah, I just I straight up I mean it's just Was twenty fourteen Oh okay gotcha. Was twenty fourteen your uh your home theater? Twenty fourteen? Uh no, I think it was three years ago. I think it was twenty. So you did not get most of your stuff for that on Amazon. It doesn't look like. Oh, uh, I mean, I ordered two thousand dollars worth of it on Amazon. Maybe that doesn't show up in that list. It absolutely should, though. Hmm. Um, I I'm fascinated by this price per item chart, though. Why? I honestly would have expected it to be higher. I, I want to know what mine is now. <laughs> because I, I feel like I spend, but I mean, I guess to be fair, I, like my, I want to know price per order. Oh, I mean, you could, you could do that too. I think here, let me stop sharing so I can look at the sheet actually. Um, Cause price per item. I mean, it, it's fair. I mean, I usually am ordering like maybe three, four, five things at once. But it seems like every time I place an Amazon order, order it's... you could you could group them in yeah. some way. So you huh. could do like a price per order type thing. Oh, I get. I see what you're saying. As opposed to price per item, it's like price per like I go buy some things. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like every time I'm, I'm, I place an Amazon order, how much am I spending every time I place an order yeah, I versus every item? Um, what was the other question? When did I order my home theater stuff? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what year did you think it was? I thought it was 15, 2015. No, you said a different year than that. Four. You said 14. It 14. was... December of 2014. Aha! Right. You were correct. You get a thumbs up. Nice! So 2014 is inflated by two grand. <laughs> yeah, that's. I was like, wow, that was a big spike there. 2016 was... Probably a new computer. Would be my guess. Oh, where's the big items in 2016? Uh, AD. I need to lock a row, too. 
Are you still? We're still live. If you don't, know <laughs> <laughs> not that it matters. Okay, special. No, lock. How do I lock the row? Tools, data, freeze. That's what I'm looking for. View, freeze, one row. There we go. Freeze. Freeze, motherfucker. Uh, 16. There's a $649 item and a $764 item. What are those? Those are hefty. You see, that's how I think things would get hidden because, like, if you bought your computer, a new computer, you probably bought a whole bunch of things at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, like, when you're looking through it, you're like, oh, I only yeah. spent 200 100 whatever. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Oh, one of these was a nice Synology, and the other one is a graphics card. Huh. <laughs> And then, uh, so yeah, you could group it by order. It'd be a little bit harder um, to do just because I'm not a spreadsheet wizard. Just make a pivot table. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just I mean, pivot that data. Make it work. This is a big order right here. Where's, I think I saw some computer parts in there in 2016, probably... Uh, two ninety nine guy. That's probably a computer part. Maybe not. Oh no, that's a. Those are Echo Dots that I ordered. Oh, nice. Mm. It depends. on Some of this computer stuff. Where's my AMD? There it is. I ordered that in twenty seventeen. So here's my computer order. But I only ordered some things. On there, and there's my EVGA. Well, I'm off to a good start this year. I'm already at a 900 bucks. Oh yeah. EVGA. What is what is this? Micro no flash Oh, drive. you guys. Yeah. I heard about this today, but I didn't realize it was going to be sold through Verizon. Um, the Red Hydrogen One. Oh, is that actually out? Yeah, it's coming soon to Verizon. So, like, it was yeah. released. Some people who had pre-ordered it through uh, Red got yep. it, but I want to get some reviews and see what it's like. But it's going to shoot raw video right on your phone yep oh that's the the phone that's the phone by red yeah it's is gonna it, be ridiculous is it it i uh, i thought I, I just read a preview release review about it and the guys were just raving about how good the camera was on it i mean it's a red device it ought to be pretty freaking good yeah yeah the design, I actually think the design looks pretty sweet. It looks like super industrial. Yeah. Um, how much did you say you were up to in 2018? 900 bucks. Well, I'm right on track of increasing. <laughs> I've done 2200 in 2018 already. Dang. Jesus. Really? That's a lot. It's not even halfway through the year. Hell have I been ordering? This is depressing me. 
the phone is also gonna you can get it in titanium for sixteen hundred dollars. Oh yeah. The base phone will be thirteen hundred. Oh, oh five hundred of that was the stuff that I ordered before we went on our Scotland trip. Oh, that would probably make a big difference. The problem is I probably don't have my entire Amazon order history because uh, I have to have because I order stuff and then Beth orders stuff. Also um, another like Eight or nine hundred of that is the new networking equipment I bought, bought to redo my house with like network stuff. So there's like thirteen hundred dollars worth of major spend. Yeah, that'll be might be a big year. Mm. And with that. The council meeting is adjourned. If you like what you saw and want to check out all past episodes of the council cast, you can go to councilcast.org. All of our podcasts are recorded live on YouTube, but you can also find the audio files on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. If you have a topic you'd like the council's decision on, and you can email us at councilcast at gmail.com or connect with us on Twitter at the Councilcast or Facebook by searching for Councilcast. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.